I got married in Tennessee I got a blue-eyed girl who thinks the world's a bee We got a cabin in the country And the creek that rolls nearby And the dog that won't even bark at a firefly Our clotheslines hang just outside our back door And there's a tire that swings in the air Ten feet or more There's a church I can't seem to find on Sunday morning But I sure found a place that I belong in And we wear blue jeans and big green beans Spend the summertime naturally high by Chopping wood, the next winter's fire Saving our money for the county fair George Jones is supposed to be there got 40 acres of corn in the ground, Tennessee taters we sell by the pound, proud as we can be to live in Tennessee. All right, it is the Malcolm Go podcast. It is November 7th, 2018. It is episode 55. I am Tony and here is Tyler. 40 acres of taters. <laughs> that was the ground. That was the rare uh, Johnny Cash uh, track I found on YouTube today. Johnny Cash, big Malcolm Go fan before his uh, his his untimely death. Classic. It was in his obituary. Yeah, Couldn't help but listen to Malcolm Love Go. the Malcolm Go pod. Um, so anyway, um, big, big fucking win this week. Big win. Oh, hells yeah. That was a huge win. And for the for the haters. He's a fag. Uh, I just wanted to play that. That's directed to Adam Rogers. Directed to Rogers. Not the GOAT. Yeah. Not the GOAT. Um, How about that fucking defense, huh? I know. Well, let's say people are giving the Malcolm Go uh, podcast a ton of credit because we predicted the Patriots defensive game plan against the Packers. Uh, I don't know if I should take credit or my big Belichick crystal ball brain should take credit for knowing what would happen. But we called it. I called it. You called it. The Trey Flowers, I was watching the game, was like, did Tony talk to Because Trey Flowers is playing a three technique right now. Like, what I, is, was call, I was The whole time I said, I said we, we knew they were going to dare them to run, play with smaller pass uh, rushing, you know, smaller yeah. pass rushing defensive line and drop everyone into coverage. I said the Patriots had to win when only rushing four. And even though they only had one sack, they had their best or second best pass rushing game oh, of the were, season. They were killing it. The yeah. D line was killing it. That game. And they never lost contain. They never really went Rodgers. He ran a couple times, but it wasn't really like a big deal. Like they played fucking great. They, they continuously had Rodgers running off the spot, unable to step up. He had to run out of the pocket. Most of the time, his receivers were blanketed, uh, had nothing going on. I mean, specifically, Stephon Gilmore shut. God damn. So. Is he closely becoming the best cornerback the Pats have ever had? He's he's getting he's getting there. Like it's it's basically him, Revis, or uh, Ty Law. Yeah. At this point, like it, I don't even think it's a question either. I think it's those three guys are the best. And I Gilmore will, is killing it in coverage right now. I, I almost mean, think the way you have to play coverage now, like I think Gilmore is 
He, I think he's playing better than Revis did. He, at that point, yeah. I mean, Revis went up against. I think he had a tougher gauntlet of receivers at the time. I mean, with that 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 uh, that season they had like Brandon Marshall, who was still in his prime. They had yeah. um, Jordy Nelson. I'm trying to AJ Green. There was like a Demarius Demarius Thomas. Yeah. They had a lot. Like when they had like good. six or seven straight games with like top flight number one receivers. I mean, Stephon Gilmore is doing it, but he's, I mean, he gave it, Devontae Adams is the number one receiver on Green Bay. He gave up two catches for 15 yards, had a sick breakup in the end zone yeah. on the first drive to force a field goal. Uh, over the last four games, Gilmore has given up 86 yards and no touchdowns to Sammy Watkins, Allen Robinson, Kelvin Benjamin, and at, and Devontae Adams. Pretty dominant. Yeah, that's, that's, I mean, those guys aren't, you know, they're not all top 10 receivers. No, Kelvin Benjamin. But they're Benjamin not. None of them are schmucks. Uh, yeah, Kelvin Benjamin's kind of a bum, but yeah, he's the number one Sammy receiver Watkins on Buffalo. Great, but uh, that's still, that's just, it's just to know that you just can't go to that guy the entire game. Yeah, it, Devontae splits, Adams is a top 10 receiver for sure. Yeah, and it splits the field completely. Now you can do anything you want with the other 10 guys. One guy is going to eliminate one guy, and that you know, and then the rest of the field, he's got four other receivers with six defenders. You yeah. know what I mean? So it's pretty uh, – the defense, Malcolm Go, my crystal ball, fucking Belichick brain, uh, knew the defense, knew what was going to happen, called it, and, and it worked to perfection. Belichick was all over mic'd up this week talking about how much he loved the pass rush and how it was perfect, even though they didn't get a lot of sacks. But the sacks didn't tell, but the, that's that didn't tell the tale. That's never their, their like, M.O. Yeah. Either. It's never just, you know, get, get to the sack. Because that can really fuck a team up. What's going on right now? What did this happen? The TV, I think, turned on. Hold on. Oh. Talk to the mic for two seconds. All right. I'll tell you guys this. I, uh, well, we're here at the Malcolm Ghost Studios. I walked in. Tony was in his underwear. He's watching some fucking history TV show by himself. I was a little confused. Immediately throws on some sweatpants. And, and we're back. Fire at the pot. I was yeah. like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you don't watch a little forged in fire? <laughs> I watch the weirdest shit. Not <laughs> in my underwear. No? Well, <laughs> jerking off, having, a time, having the time of your yeah. life. Uh, you just you know watch a little couple guys, a couple men making swords. Fucking enjoy yourself. Is that the same show that they they um they have to like design a weapon with what they're given, and then they have to like ch- they challenge each other with that weapon? No, that not show. That, that show fucking, sounds good. That show's awesome. No, this, this like is a- purely a boring show about two usually old men that have been like blacksmithing since they were nineteen and the, have the weirdest hobby ever, and they just take steel and turn it into knives. And then they have to make some classic, uh, classic sword at the end Ooh. to win. Yeah, this other show is uh, it's like four people. It's like sounds better. It's it's like um, I don't know. It's like fight chef, to the death. You know the chef shows like, where they give yeah. you a fucking some bullshit food and you have to whip something up in like twelve minutes. It's like yeah, that's what the show. You have to make a weapon, Iron Chef, and then they challenge it. They fucking like smash it off a fucking you know a car or something. It has to yeah, this is what it is. This is the that's the show you're talking about. Yeah, it's yeah. Great. I thought you meant like they challenge each other, like they have to like. Oh, they fight to the death. <laughs> I would have lived for that. No. <laughs> that show would be awesome. You know what show I thought I thought about recently that needs should come back? It was called uh, Most Extreme Challenge. I don't even know if you're old enough to remember this, but it was a Japanese game show that was like you know you remember the show Wipeout? Yeah. So it was like a more extreme version of that, 
in Japan. Yes, but they dubbed it. O- they dubbed it, it over a- with American yeah. uh, accents, and they gave the, all the Japanese people yeah. ridiculous white people's names. Yeah, and they and they had them with the the ridiculous hobbies, and then I was yeah. like, "Oh, I'm so happy!" And you'd be saying a thousand words, and yeah. you'd just be, "Hi, hello." So like, racist. They would never be able to play it now. The most racist show. They did all, all the the Asian accents. Oh, I'm so happy. <laughs> yeah, it was fucking. Here's hilarious. Sally Jenkins. Yeah. She'd be the most Japanese person you've ever seen wearing like a fucking komodo. Yeah. Oh, that uh, show was great. Anyway, so back. So yes, specifically, Stefan Gilmore has been absolutely shut down. Not to get back into the Pats, but um, he's been absolutely shutting it down. Even Jason McCourty's been playing well. He gets he's good for a good you know a couple good catches a game, like a couple mistakes a game. But he he has been showing up, and he's getting actually at like his PFF rating. I hate to always bring up PFF, but like that's the only grading system we have. He's like number, the number six cornerback in the NFL. Well, he gets challenged the most. I would have to imagine one of the yeah. most of any cornerbacks in the NFL because everybody is throwing at his guy constantly because yeah. he's always covering someone who's solid, but man-to-man. It's, it's, yeah, Cause it, well, it's because they're avoiding Gilmore. So it's either you're going to get Jonathan Jones is going to get the ball or yeah. or Jason McCord is going to get the ball. And Chung... Chung was lights out. Chung shut down Jimmy Graham. Well, he had that one touchdown. Jimmy Graham is a tough cover, though. I mean, yeah. Well, I mean, it, he had one catch. It just happened to be, but he yeah. had great coverage on him all night. I think Jimmy Graham has fallen off a cliff. Like ever since he left the Saints, he's been nobody. He was yeah. so good when he was on the Saints. I mean, he that offense is, I think, just built for him. He doesn't have to block, just run yeah, down in the a field zone, in a, in a dome. Like he's not yeah. really like a yeah. He's just, he's a basketball player that he just fucking a soft fucking yeah. Puss. It's going to be interesting to see when it gets to be fucking negative 12 degrees in Green Bay how he performs. Probably be terrible. Not that he's doing great now, but I mean, he catches like he's five or six balls a game. Now, but he used to be like, he used to be a problem. Yeah. He was like, oh, we're playing Jim Green. Like, 12 catches, 180 and yards. There's nothing and there's nothing you could do. Yeah. yeah. Now he's not that good. No, the Patriots have never had a problem with him. They just shut him down completely with a keep to leave that one game. They shut him down fucking with Chung. Um, I, don't know. I can't even remember another fine. time they he's played just, him. He's just a boy. He doesn't really seem like he cares if they win. No. He's like, oh, yeah, I'll go out there and play, but he just doesn't really have it. I can't even think of one time him ever getting, like, passionate. Is he a Hall of Famer, you think? What? No. I don't know. He had, like, four or five great years, like, great years and pass-catching years. He's not a Hall of Famer. No. I mean, the Hall of Fame is tough. Like, Ty Law can't get in the Hall of Fame, so. You know, but they love touchdowns and they love points and they love yards. Yeah, but I think it's going to get a little skewed now that all these guys in this generation have all these stats. Yeah. So I think there's no way. Should be no defensive guys in the NFL except for guys that have sacks. It's, it's going to be it. Yeah, it's going to be, be like Vaughn Miller, JJ Watt, and that's it. No, no, no linebackers, defensive tackles, or fucking uh, defensive backs in the NFL. I can't. Yeah. Going to get into the Hall of Fame anymore. It's, yeah, it's going to be weird. A hundred percent weird because there's no like. Who needs a run-stopping linebacker? Yeah. And that's all the Hall of Famers are run-stopping linebackers. Like, you can't... Left. Yeah, there's nobody... You have to be fast. And like you can't accumulate stats like that. It's like... Uh, like, Miles Jack isn't accumulating fucking giant no. stats, but he's covering a shitload of ground. Yeah, this guy was awesome in pass coverage against <laughs> running backs. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, this is getting Stop the, the wheel route. Yeah. Um... A guy that was sick in this game and is always sick. He's been dominating this whole season. He's like the number two graded uh, edge player in the NFL, Trey Flowers. I he's honestly gonna, he has to be like one of the strong, like pound for pound strongest people in the NFL because he's a at monster. One point, he picked up an offensive tackle and just fucking threw him on the ground in this game. And Labeled it was like, him. It was 
it's weird to see. It's weird how I don't know. It's strange because usually you think of like a defensive end. Again, it's like a JJ Water, those type of guys, and you're like, oh, yeah. he's, they make plays, blah, blah blah. He doesn't really like make these like jaw dropping plays. He just never is doing the wrong thing ever. No, he's always. If they just, run at him, he makes the play. But then he's like taking on two or three blockers, so he's like almost like a linebacker where he he. Or sorry, he's he's more like a defensive tackle, like that takes on. He's the like Vince Wilfork used to be. Richard Seymour, so he yeah, Richard of. Seymour. Like yeah. he won't get the sack numbers Richard Seymour was. Uh, Richard Seymour is unbelievable, but like Trey Flowers takes on all these blocks to free up other guys. Like he takes yeah. on so many blocks and still makes plays. And you still can't make a play on him, and he'll no. still get there. Seymour was Seymour in his prime. Yeah. He that guy talked. He could potentially be a Hall of Famer because he when he be was in, in his prime, he then might in, be the best three four defensive end like there ever was. Maybe was of all of time. Like he is perfect. He was just like he was. He's flowers with like an extra like thirty five pounds and speed more speed. Yeah, and yeah, and kind of more moves up yeah. the middle. Again, flowers only like, what this is third year. This is fourth year. It's his last. It's a contract year. That's what I'm worried Shit. about him. I mean, he's gonna get paid. That's the problem. And I don't know if the Patriots can pay. I mean, they don't pay edge rushers. I mean, he's going to get serious edge rusher money. But yeah. he's, he seems like he a could be loyal like, guy. But they do kind of pay one guy at every level. Yeah. So he could be that guy they pay. Because they don't pay anyone at the D-line. No. They, I mean, not now. And they definitely they, aren't going to pay. Will Fork was the guy for a while. Like, they've yeah. had guys. They Seymour pay, like, was the guy. They need. I think. I don't. They really need him. I yeah. mean, he's their guy. He, they built him up. And he's like becoming like on the edge of being should be a pro bowler. I mean, he's not a big name cuz he doesn't he doesn't fucking dance after sacks and get like a million sacks a year. And he's year. not yeah, he's not swim moving on the outside to fuck. He's yeah. not he's the opposite player of Chandler Jones. Yeah. He and he's so much better. It's fucking crazy. It, it's yeah, way Chandler better than Jones is the sack guy. He's fucking, Chandler Jones wouldn't be helping this team as much as Trey Flowers is helping this team. No. Not even Chandler close. Jones would be useless on this yeah. team. They would be getting destroyed because yeah. we have about four Chandler Joneses and they all fucking stink. Yeah, I mean, we don't have Chandler Jones. Well, Chandler obviously Jones. not the talent, but yeah. yeah, Dietrich Wise will sure as hell swim, move off the field and get beat. Yeah. That doesn't mean anything. Like Dietrich Wise, see, he played a lot in this game and I knew he had to play a lot in this game because it had to be a pass rushing game and I thought he looked pretty good. He was closing that fucking corner, that edge all game. Yeah, he's obviously doesn't do, he's not as bad as Chandler Jones was, but, no. right, but uh, I thought Claiborne, he has a. He's I mean, weird to me. He's like, got a weird speed. I didn't know he was that fast. I mean, he's yeah. like, he was he was rushing on Rogers. He made Rogers fumble on the third and short. Like Rogers is a fast guy. He got outside of Claiborne. Claiborne closed the angle and caught him. You know, before he even got to yeah. the uh, line of scrimmage. You no, know Claiborne's problem is his face is fat. Yeah. So you look at his face and you're like, this guy can't be quick. Like he has a fat face and that weird big hair, and you're like. Yeah. He, but his body—he's actually like in really good shape. And it's he like me. Move. I got a round face, but I'm deceptively yeah. fast. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, we got a round face. <laughs> it runs in my family. The low Conti round the faces. Lo- yeah, this is true. You guys all have that round—the big giant. Round no head. jawline whatsoever. Never. Of course not. No. Or a hairline. Or a hairline. <laughs> That's been gone since I was yeah. 18. Um, I've never seen a family talk more about hairline than the Locantis. It's all you guys it's think. It's hard. About. It's a hard luck life we live. I mean, yeah. my hairline. I mean, I've been. I've been bald longer than I had hair, so I'm just I'm over it at this point. Yeah. Dom is Dom's my best friend. 
75% of our conversation about heroin. <laughs> <laughs> Every single person we meet, he's like, did you see that heroin? That heroin? Yeah. It's all he thinks about. It's like, Jesus Christ. It's, it's, it's tough when you first start losing it and you're looking at every single man on the on on like on the planet that walks by you and you're like, fuck, how does, I'd love to have that hair. Just fuck, no matter just, what it is. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. matter. I'd love to have that. Yeah, you guy could have a perm and be like, fuck, that looks great. <laughs> Can you imagine having that? that, that, that oh, Richard Lewis is gorgeous. <laughs> it fucking looks unbelievable. I'd wear the shit out of that hair. Um, yeah, it's it's a weird um, it's a weird phase you have to go through when you're first losing it and it starts to get it catches up to you and it like really hits where like you know people notice yeah and then uh, you know the transition you go from from being having hair and not you know where only you notice problem areas that's to, what I'm in right now and like, then, I have some peaks on the side where yeah. I'm like motherfucker and then you hit the part where it's like okay there's no way nobody doesn't notice this yeah. now and it, and everyone feels bad for you because you're like the balding guy once you're bald fuck it nobody cares anymore yeah like I just shave my head and nobody everyone's like oh it's just a guy that shaves his head but there's but, that middle ground yeah it's the middle it's 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 when you're holding on to it and you're like still trying to like slick your hair like gel it or something do something fancy with it um and and you're out there and and you know every girl sees it every guy sees it the guys that like no this kid's no competition can't even fucking keep a goddamn haircut <laughs> the best move of all time is the guy who grows out the sides of his hair and does the comb over yeah. that guy is fucking balls like yeah. that guy is a guy i'm worried about like you see that guy walk in you're like oh fuck this guy's gonna fight because if you actually if you're that delusional and think you can just comb the hair over on the, the side of your head over the top and think that's gonna work you won't do a lot of fucking. There's a lot things. of tricks. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of fucking. That's a that's a problem. That's a that's a, like a Unabomber type thing. Exactly. That's exactly. Yeah, what I'm ter- yeah. That's a terrorist problem. That's a guy you want to be friends with because pedophile. next time you see him, he's walking in with like an AK. And you're yeah, like, oh, exactly. Fuck. Or he's a pedophile or a murderer. Um, yeah, for sure, pedophile. That's yeah, a given. <laughs> that's a given. That and a mustache, and it's over with. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's a tough transition to go through, but you get used to it after a while. I mean, you know, you you get married, especially you get a girlfriend, and you just fucking let the sides grow out. Fuck it. I'm balding. I got like one one uh, stubborn hair that's like at the original hairline. That's it's it's, it's 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 still sitting there like just, uh, two and a half yeah. inches above my eyebrows, like in the perfect spot, just hanging on. Like where'd my friends go? So your friend in your thirties who's still trying to go into the twenty-one year old club. Yeah. It's like come on, we can still do it. Like, no, <laughs> it just, just stays there, and I have to like. I always miss it when I'm shaving my head. I'm like, why is that? Like, cause I'm always, I start like eight inches behind where that starts. Cause I'm like, this is where all my hair is. I'm gonna yeah. shave it all off. But there's this one That's stubborn hilarious. hair that grows like eight inches. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> why did you, why did you hang on and not the rest of your friends? For some reason, like a black guy's shaved head just looks so much better. Like black yeah. guy with a shaved head is just so smooth. Like I feel well, like they, they don't have problems losing their hair as much as like. No, I don't think they do. I it's think just so smooth. Like their fucking bald it's, head is. It's like, that, gorgeous. uh, it's that thick hair. It's that thick we're gonna get into an imus territory here. The uh, the nappy hair, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's like just a fucking. I don't think they lose it as much. I mean, LeBron James loses. Yeah, it. Yeah, I guess. I guess it's also more of a. I don't know. Maybe more black guys just shave their head completely bald more often. But yeah. like, yeah. And like then they, Gilson's they, head's like, always bald. I'm always looking at thing like oh, I just want to fucking dip that thing in oil. Yeah, a lot of uh, a lot of the brothers they put that uh that that dome shine on too. Yeah, yeah. So they like it they shave smooth. it and then they put the dome shine on and they fucking look like a bowling ball. Getting the right light. It's like yeah, yeah that's like Michael head. Jordan used to do. Old school. Yeah. Michael Jordan's done some weird shit. I mean, he had the Hitler mustache for a while. He did some fucking he weird. He did have a weird fucking mustache. He did a Hitler mustache on commercials for like Hanes and everyone was just like, "Well, that's Michael Jordan. He can do whatever yeah. he wants." Like that's like that that look died with Hitler. Like you couldn't like just Go with his style choices and and try and bring it back. Like Charlie Chaplin had it, and then Hitler had it, yeah. and then it was just like you know what? 
Uh, that that looks dead now. Yeah, it's it's it's. You killed it. You yeah. can't you can't go you can't do that anymore. It's almost kind of the same territory that fucking uh, Stalin mustache took over. Like, uh. if you ever see someone with a big giant fucking furry mustache, you're like, the fuck? Like, what's wrong? Yosemite with Sam. Yeah, you don't see that anymore either. No. I'm trying to think of other fucking bad looks old men have. I, I don't know. Something about a. Uh, I'm not a big fan. There was a guy today I got my hair cut in the barbershop. He had like the- I missed the barbershop, I'll be honest. <laughs> yeah. There's you try to go in when it was a Yeah, I'd love to go to a barbershop again and just talk shit, watch the drugs get sold in the back. Oh yeah. <laughs> Football cars and gambling is like yeah. the only thing that keeps those places open. Yeah. But this guy had, you know, he was missing all the hair on the top of his head. But the amount of hair that was growing on the side, it was like fucking long, thick. It was it was long lustrous. I was just looking at this guy, I'm like, well, clearly he doesn't shampoo, obviously. But I'm gonna have to use the clippers. I'm a- next. <laughs> like that hair is gonna be on the fucking clippers, and, and it's you, fucking next. They don't it spray was, it down with that just, fucking uh, that Lysol type material uh, they use. No. They and just my, go right into your fucking lice infested head. My barber was sick, yeah. so the whole time he's going. Uh, the whole time my ear, and he's also they they speak Arabic because they're from Morocco. So the whole time they're fucking talking in Arabic. That person goes to a Moroccan barbershop. I don't know. They cut. They gotta go cut. They do it quick. <laughs> they're nice. And usually uh, just wrap it up in a fucking. Uh, they turban. were talking in Moroccan the entire time, like uh, Moroccan. I wouldn't in trust Arabic. that. Wouldn't they're, trust that one in, bit. They were talking, and the other guy in the other chair was, uh, was speaking Arabic too. The three of them were talking Arabic the entire fucking time. And then they started talking about the Red Sox in English. I was like, what? Yeah, because they knew the white boy was in there fucking uh, ready to call the police because fucking they're talking and they're fucking scheming behind your back. It scared the shit. I was like, why? What was this other conversation you guys were all having? It was finding a different Did you see the Red Sox? Here, home run. Big, Mm. big home run. I love you, my (laughs) many Ramirez. Mookie (laughs) Betts, catch the ball. (laughs) Throw you out. Uh, but yeah, kaboom! I, I was, yeah. <laughs> we love kaboom. <laughs> Do you know more about this kaboom? <laughs> any can you I, expand on yeah. why you love kaboom? Just any day, I should probably call out of work in the next six months, huh? <laughs> yeah, you you want to give me out? targeting any areas? Um, but yeah, it was fucking. And then he was just like the guy was sitting there, just muttering to himself the whole time. Like, I always kept my hand. Like, get the. You got to go to the fuck it. Maybe you get gotta, these in, in that situation, you have to go to the the movie movie rounders when they're playing against the russians and he goes hey english only at the table <laughs> you gotta fight that that's the that's what you gotta do when you, when you get into yourself in that situation so i do that i do that when uh when i'm at work and i'm dealing with all the portuguese and they start oh, yeah. talking portuguese next to me english only on the table <laughs> yeah i always work with the the el salvadorians anytime they're like all talking i'm like come fucking watch the language this kid's around <laughs> i don't know what the fuck they're saying i wouldn't trust them either they're fucking ms 13 oh, they're my people i'm yeah. in with them yeah sure i'm best I'm, of luck no, I'm with the MS-13. Yeah, good. I'm on their side. Get you a machete, TT, t- just Tyler inscribed in it. Yeah, I'll fuck it. I'll start hacking. <laughs> just start pointing. Sure. Point, in. point. Tell me where to go. I'm yeah. hacking. East Boston, those are my people. Um, All right, we should probably get more into this fucking game oh, yeah, here. But the game. Well, it's when just you- weird that they're like, it's funny how quickly it turned from one and two Patriots to, oh, they just won six straight. And, you know, yeah, seven really and two now. And on the verge of going eight and two into the bye, which is like perfectly where they needed to be. Yeah, I and mean that's saying that. And like, a top two seed in the, in the AFC with the with, win over the team with, who's the number yeah, one with a win over the number one seed. So it's pretty much perfectly set up right now. If they beat Tennessee, 
they're going to be in really good shape. So I thought the, uh, the, I mean, the defense, obviously, they played fucking great. Yeah, they did everything they needed to do. They created the game-changing fumble that really. That was huge. Most underrated player on the, on the team, Lawrence Guy. Gets no love. Yeah. It was like an under-the-radar signing. Belichick loves him. He's Every, solid. He's such a solid player. That is I the mean, thing the team that does almost as much as, like, fucking Italians do is fucking punch every time they go after the ball. Yeah. That's bad. I didn't get like, what you said. Yeah, drop the bomb. Yeah, there we go. I didn't even hear what you said. So I, I lost confidence it, midway through. I, I was, like, was going to let you go. You said something <laughs> about Italians? I don't know. I don't know. I was oh, the humanity. <laughs> you I was trying to nothing. <laughs> you lose. Good day, sir. I was trying to relate it to a fucking Italians punching their wife, and then in oh. the middle of it, I was like, "Wait a minute, I'm Italian." <laughs> <laughs> uh, but they, the defense, this defense punches every fucking tackle. They're punching. Yeah, they punch as they, they hand, wrap, hold you up, and constantly punch. every fucking time. And it it's, that ball came out clean. I mean, he fucking oh, yeah. didn't even touch him before he hit that ball. I think no. he hit the ball directly on the nose, and it just slipped through his hands perfectly. Yeah. Steph, you know, Stephon Gilmore like landed on his butt on it, and it just like perfectly how it how it uh, landed just went right to him. And even those games they lost early in the year, they were causing these type of plays. They just weren't capitalizing. Getting they luck- couldn't like, score touchdowns. They either. weren't getting lucky either. Like they, the ball kept going right back to fucking yeah. Jacksonville. Like they just they. So I don't know. I think their their defense has been. It's a very underrated defense. It's it it's uh, actually rate. It's. You know, everyone likes to hate on the Patriots defense because of the yards they give up, but they haven't given up that many yards the last few weeks. They haven't given up that many points. I mean, they give up 17 points to Aaron Rodgers, you know, his offense. Yeah. Fucking, I mean, that's, and he gave up like whatever they had, 350 yards or something. And Rodgers had like 250 yards passing. Well, it, they're sneaky be- built for this new NFL. Like, they're built to, they strictly try to turn the ball over and yeah. they'll allow the yards, but. It's so tough to just play like a de- like defense where you're like, all right, we're gonna hold them to 150 yards this game, and we're yeah, gonna shut them down. Like They're not gonna anymore. move the ball. You just can't build a defense like that anymore. You have to build it so you have to be, you know, let them get away with. You some just have stuff, to outscore but, everyone. Yeah. yeah, you you make turnovers and outscore them. I mean, how did the Saints beat the Rams? They fucking just ran. I mean, it was like what was it, 45 to like 38? Yeah, yeah. They just. I mean, there's no defense being played anymore. That was horrendous. I mean, great. All and the best teams have a great defense. Yeah, all the Rams. best teams in the NFL are all offensive based. Every mm. single team. None of them have a good defense. And so the so the Pats offense, which is weird cuz they put up 31, yeah. but they didn't even have a good game. The offense no. They struggled for like half the game. I mean, fourth quarter was 17-17 and then the true goat emerged. Yeah. It was, was I mean, Aaron Rodgers went 1 for 7 for 15 yards. Brady, as he always does, goes six for six for 104 yards, a touchdown, a perfect passer rating. This is the fourth quarter. That's just the fourth fourth quarter. I didn't know any of this. I mean, yeah, I mean, Rogers throws for 15 yards in crunch time. Brady shuts it down. I mean, he throws that long pass to Gordon. Gordon goes for fucking this 55. Is, it is crazy because we were talking um, last week about jogs it one in again. Ga- who is one game for us? Yeah. And like, we were like, yeah, Gordon hasn't really won. He Gordon it. won that fucking game. He closed it. Yeah, he was he was the fucking man the entire game. Yeah, he's so fucking good with his hands. It's, it's crazy. crazy. Yeah, we he, had, they haven't had a good receiver this good. Brady could throw the ball three hundred miles an hour. It hits yeah. Gordon's hands like sticks, just sticks to his hands. Yeah, it, we, they haven't had an outside receiver this good yeah. in a long time. And he, it's not mo- like I want to say, oh, Moss, Moss. Moss. He's not fucking anything like Moss. No, they're different. He doesn't play the same game. He doesn't run the, any of the same routes. He's not nearly as fast. No, Moss was it was he could run two routes. It was a poster. It was a fucking 
a sideline. That it was, was it. Four, th- four three speed just blew by everybody. Yeah. Um, I mean, pretty much in, in the specific stat, you could cement that Tom Brady's the greatest winner in football history, the greatest quarterback that ever lived. Maybe not by giving, not by a God-given talent, by just outworking every, everyone and everything he's ever got, he's worked for. Um, that, that stat right there, I mean, going six for six in the fourth quarter, just 115 yards, a touchdown, uh, just dominates Aaron Rodgers. I mean, you know, they get the takeaway, capitalizes. I mean, the Patriots had, had problems of their own all night. I mean, they fucking had that horrendous uh, goal line drive. That was when fucking... They, I was just they spread it out five wide twice the, and threw terrible balls to Gordon. That was fucking garbage. I don't know why they didn't throw jump balls. They were throwing little comebacks, and then one of them was low. One of them was fucking... Another one... I don't know what that and play was. And they gave was. the ball to White. Then they gave the ball to Patterson. Like, yeah. It was just fucking And then Patterson garbage. should have been in, and it wasn't. And it was just a fucking disaster. So they did that. They had the... Um, they got a you know three and out, got a nice roughing the kicker call, did nothing with that, blew it. I mean, it wasn't like the offense was rolling all game. I mean, they, no, they had struggled. a lot of, you know, they had a lot of uh, drives that were what? halted. So the halftime, uh, you went to the game. Yeah. How was the fucking? The atmosphere was electric. I was, uh, we were, um, we were fucking, what do you call it, banished across the street. So we showed up. I left at 3.30, you know, thinking, all right, perfect time. We'll get there at 6, probably. You know, we'll be in the parking lot at 6.30 drinking. Yeah. And uh, so we get there probably, you know, 5.45, 6 o'clock. They turned us around. Said, you can't park here. I was like, what the fuck? So they banished us across the street. Same thing happened to me in the Kansas City game opener last year. I'm they sorry. banished me across the street in the fucking forest. A little panic like, setting. Huh? Well, panic Yeah, I was like, I'm, we're fucked. We're fucked. <laughs> so I was like, well, we're here all night, boys. Let's fucking drink up. So we went and watched the game. And uh, I swear to you, we had, I still, we went after the game, game go to whatever it was, 12. And um, people tried to start leaving out of this parking lot. And this guy in the Range Rover pulled up right in front of us. I had, I had the grill going. I knew nobody was going anywhere. This guy in this Range Rover sat directly in the spot in front of me for over uh, probably two hours. It had to be two hours. <laughs> it didn't move an inch, an inch. They were letting nobody out of the lot. They do something when they bring you across the fucking street. They don't let you out of the lot ever. And then all of a sudden at like two o'clock, they like some secret pathway opened in like the back of the woods. And this Range Rover guy still hadn't moved. So we just packed up real quick and then got all our shit in the car and then went through this back roads way that everyone was going. Like the back of the lot was getting through and it led us right out onto the fucking highway. It was crazy. I mean, I thought we were going to be there till 5 a.m. That Fox. guy in the Range Rover is still there in the lot right now. <laughs> Fox Row is weird. It's almost like fucking like the secret tunnels of like the fucking, you know, yeah. Washington, D.C., where there's like escape routes everywhere. Like there's like four million ways to get in that are always blocked off. You can't yeah. get anywhere ever. Yet somehow like you, the right thing opens up and you fight. There was uh, so they're trying to do this thing now where you don't. So it's you don't pay for parking. It's zero dollars. It's called the delay exit lot, which was right exactly right next to where I was. So I was like, oh, maybe it won't be so bad because they're gonna leave these assholes there. So I go, how long till after the game do they have to wait till they can leave? The lady's like seventy five minutes. I was like, it's gonna take me seventy five minutes to walk back here from the fucking stadium. Oh, there's nothing gonna do anything. Yeah. So I was like, it didn't even matter. So like, you pay zero dollars. I was like, I'd fucking park in the lot every day if I could. You pay zero dollars and then um, you never you fucking leave basically the same exact time as I always leave because I fuck drink ten beers after the game. 
yeah. have a little victory celebration. Yeah, for exactly. Uh, and if you, you know, have 10, 12 beers and drive home. Yeah, like a real man. Yeah. <laughs> um, so anyway, they tried doing that, but nobody moved. This lot is a fucking, it's an abomination. I hate it. I don't, I have, my new plan is if they turn me around again, I'm going home. I'm going to watch it at my house. Because they ever do you that. you get thing. home in time easy. Yeah, I'd get in home before kickoff. Yeah. Uh, nobody's going that way. So, fucking, I'm sick of it. I'm not doing it anymore. You can tell Robert Kraft that he's going to have three empty seats next time. He fucking tries to banish me. Um, but what happened at halftime? Um, halftime. 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 Pats have the ball, three timeouts with like a minute. Oh, when they just fucking ran the clock out? Yeah. The oh, fuck I don't know was why that? They, they could have put him away. And Green Bay's getting the ball back, and they did get the ball back, and they tied the game up on. Yeah. As soon as they got the, why the fuck didn't they try anything? I don't know. That's very, I mean, uh, it was um it was fifty four seconds with three timeouts. They could have had the ball back, and they had the ball at the twenty, right? Something like that, or like uh, in the twenty eight or something. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, they didn't even attempt. They just kneeled the ball. I was like, what? always a frustrating scenario because I mean Brady could. I think it has a lot to do with uh, just their confidence in the two minute drill. I mean, I think that they're. I mean, they they also, I think, were satisfied and didn't want to make a turnover. I think they were satisfied with where they were. Their defense was playing really well. Um, I don't think they were trying to push it. I mean, it, yeah, it's kind of weird that they it, didn't it, do that, though. It's, I don't understand the teams they do do it against and the teams they don't do it against. Like, are they that afraid of Rodgers that, like— Well, it was very much a similar game to, like, that record-breaking season that uh, Peyton Manning had. That um, they they basically fucking let him run the ball all game. Like, no Sean Marino had, like, 250 yeah, yeah, yards. Yeah. You know, it's basically, yeah, you're afraid of Rodgers and you're afraid of Manning in that situation. Just let him check to the run all day. But all day. All Pats day. Pats were kind of, like, handling Rodgers. Like, obviously, it's Rodgers, but at some point, it's like, he's not playing well. Yeah. Like, the Pats defense is outplaying them. Yes. They for sure did. Yeah, they definitely did. Uh, I don't know. I mean, the excuse machine is uh, is that used to make uh, excuses for Peyton Manning are in full swing for Aaron Rodgers. I mean, his coaches let him down. His receivers let him down. His running back fumbling let him down. Um, they got to face it. I mean, they were outplayed. They were outcoached. The yeah. Patriots are a better team. Tom Brady is a better quarterback. Aaron Rodgers has a losing record on the road in his career. That's How is that incredible. greatest of all time worthy? I losing know. record he on the road. How can you miss the playoffs as much as Green Bay does or be a wild card seed as often they like Tom Brady is fifty one games above five hundred on the road. Fifty one. <laughs> Jesus. That's I mean, listen to these stats. The Patriots okay, here's a good one. Patriots won by fourteen points, right? Rogers has lost eleven games by fourteen points or more in his career and hundred and fifty seven games. Not bad. Tom Brady has lost thirteen in two hundred and sixty two games. By 14 points? By 14 points. 13 times has he lost by 14 points or more in uh, 262 games. In 100, you can almost, name 100, almost 110 more games, he's lost one less game by 14 points or more. Yeah. Wow, that's nuts. Uh, in primetime night games, Rodgers is 26 and 20. Tom Brady is 47 and 19. That's awesome. One yeah. less loss and almost double the wins in primetime. I mean, this is a team sport, but some people are leaders of men, and some people are the most talented players on earth and take shots at the organization during the offseason and take the biggest deal he can get and handcuffs his team's ability to field better players around him. You know, I mean, which one of those guys are you? I mean, uh, I mean Brady really is. He's just, he's just a different animal. He is. Like, he takes less like, money. He dominates on the field. 
He doesn't give a shit what you think. The problem with Brady is, like, the best plays quarterbacks make are when they, like, you know, the guy comes in, they grab you by the leg, you spin out, you roll all the way outside the pocket, you throw it on one leg, fucking 40 yards downfield, the receiver get, jumps up, catches it, and runs for a touchdown. Brady doesn't really do that. No, he's a pocket passer. What's fun about hitting a fucking wide, uh, a running back on a linebacker for, like, yeah. an easy... That's not fun. Like, no one cares about that shit. He loves a fucking... A check down to James White, like you read about. He loves yeah. a fucking... Stepping up in the pocket is yeah. not fun. No. He's, he loves a quick out to fucking Julian Edelman. Um, and, and while we're on the subject, I, I took this from Colin Coward. So don't write it right in telling me you heard it there first and I stole it. Because uh, I did steal it. So while, we're, while we discuss which QB does more with less, because this is always the problem. This is always what you get is Brady has all these weapons now. Even though... In New England, you'd never hear that. It's always Brady has nothing. They Belichick crafts cheap. Craft oh, and Belichick's cheap. Yeah. They don't want to give him anything. He should uh, he should walk out if he's going to have to play with this. Blah yeah. blah blah. So, uh, Aaron Rodgers has had seven Pro Bowl offensive linemen in the last four years. Tom Brady's had two. Uh, I think it's the last seven years actually since uh, Rodgers started. And then uh, he's had four wide receiver Pro Bowlers. Uh, Aaron Rodgers and Brady's had one. In in the last seven years, I mean, who's Brady's uh, Pro Bowl? I don't know. I'm gonna guess it was in the last seven years. I'm gonna guess it was Edelman. Edelman must have grabbed one. Yeah. yeah. Um. I mean, I mean, no, that doesn't take into account Rob Gronkowski, which is a, a difference yeah. maker. But so the for the offensive line, uh, it's weird because there's no they never really like. Soldier was the stud for a while. Like he was like their guy, yeah. but he was their guy by default because yeah. you're left tackle and left tackles, left tackle, blah, blah, blah. But their offensive line is just solid. Like Andrews is never going to get any credit no. ever, but all- you never see him miss a block. No, there's always going to be mediocre. They're always going to be mediocre players that Dante Scarnecchia coaches up. Yeah. That makes them one cohesive unit. But that this just game always actually- is great. Yeah. This, Trent Brown this is their worst game in a while. Is like from the a, it looks like a slob. And he's fucking 7,000 feet tall, yeah. 450 pounds, and he just fucking he runs, he blocks everybody in sight, he knocks everybody down. I love Trent Brown. It's amazing how, how big these people could be. That they could literally throw defensive backs to the ground. Like, just take them and throw them on the ground. Yeah. Even, like, linebackers. Trent Brown's out there in, in space, and he takes, like, uh, Clay Matthews and just throws him on the ground like it looks like one just motion his arms never like stall to push someone you know yeah. like when you push like say you push a, a punching bag your arms stall a bit to like you know yeah, catch yeah, the weight hit, yeah. Trent Brown's arms never stall they just go straight through like he's pushing air block James Whitehead on Clay Matthews he knocked him right on his ass yeah right? he like tried to like he tried to come in and Clay Matthews tried to like step around him yeah. and James White just laid him out it was fucking awesome. Also, today let's pick up. I saw James White do an interview. His face. Yeah. I don't think I could identify James White on the street. Really? Like he, uh, this is the first time I think I've seen his face. Now that I was thinking about, it, I was like, I don't know. If, I've never knew because he he has a like big round head. And yeah. I was like, I've never noticed this. Guy. I've never seen him talk. I don't think he's a perfect patriot. Yeah. The perfect patriot. He really is. Um, the offense was you know the offensive line struggled. I thought. I thought they were. I mean. Did they have a good defense? They fucking have Mike Pettin's a good. Uh, he knows how to coordinate against, especially against the Patriots. He knows how to bring pressure in different scenarios. Um, 
you know, I just don't think the fucking Packers have that many great players on defense anymore. They have decent corners. They have uh, yeah, they're fine, but like decent linebackers. There decent- was too many mistakes by uh, the Pats. So, like Brady was getting hit a lot in the first half. Yeah. Like clean shots, just yeah. There missed. was two easy like walk in sacks in yeah. this game on like key third downs. I mean, the, the team could have won by twenty one points. The Patriots had those two terrible sacks. The the uh, goal to go situation from the one first and first and goal from the one. Yeah. The roughing the kicker. I mean, they could have literally won this game by twenty one or twenty eight points if they played perfect offense all game. Yeah. I mean, Corderell Patterson actually looked like an NFL running back in this game. They just lined him up behind Devlin and let him run behind he him runs. and tr- treat it like a fucking yeah. a kickoff. That's he all he really does. Do. Run hot. That's how he runs too. He runs straight fucking up and down. It bugs the shit out of me. Yeah, but, but that's it. Does, you get him in space. You forget how big he is. He's fucking like two thirty. He's six two. He's just fucking too big. But yeah. he, you get him off tackle behind Devlin. Devlin he is makes a machine. Devlin takes out the first blocker. Patterson makes the second guy miss with a move, and you got twelve yards. Devlin really is a fucking. He's a robot. He's like just. Run, run, block, run, run, block. Like, he just yeah. never misses. Like he's he's knows who to he's hit. He's fucking awesome. They love a fullback. Josh McDaniels loves fullbacks. He's so good though. It's crazy. He's he's the best fullback the Pats have ever had. Yeah, I mean they had Larry Centers for one year. That was a good fullback, and yeah. he's a big playmaker too. For the was he used to be on the Ravens and they he was on the, the Cardinals for a long time. And he was really good. And then, uh, you know, he bounced around the league for a bunch of years. I think he won a Super Bowl with the Pats in, like, 2003, if I'm re- remembering correctly. Um, Jerry Thornton wrote a great blog today on James White. Did you read it? No. All right. How important he actually is to the Patriots team. And he's, like, actually, he should, like, be a candidate for league MVP or offensive player of the year. He's killing it this year. He's got 10 touchdowns. Highest passer rating when being thrown to in the league. That's crazy. Yeah. He's got the most first down receptions in the league. I've always said that. Every single time he catches the ball, it's a fucking first yeah. down. So he's got the most targets on first down, third down, fourth down, in the red zone, and under pressure that's in the whole league. I mean, he's got 61 receptions, 531 yards. You know, as a running back, that's good. With 10 touchdowns. Though. With 10 touchdowns. And 235 yards rushing. I mean, he's killing it. He's going to have 1,200 yards from scrimmage this year. I mean, he's already got... He's the best offensive player besides Brady that they have right now. Yeah, that's playing. I mean, by the way, they won this game without Shaq Mason, without their top running back against Sony Michelle, without Rob Gronkowski. Wait till... Michelle is going to be so huge. He he was... He's a guy that everyone kind of has been shitting on. Oh, they could plug anyone in there and fucking that guy could rush for 100 yards. Yeah. No, you fucking you need a good NFL running back, and that's what Sony Michelle is. Yeah. He's a big between the t- tackles fucking running back. He's crushing it. Now I kind of want to keep Corderell Patterson running in the running uh, running the ball every once in a while. Now, it is though. nice to be able to have a guy who can do that type of. It's so much better that Patterson is now what he is compared to week two. When he was like, yeah, he's your second receiver. Like, <laughs> you're going to need him to catch eight you're balls. One, you're one injury away from Cordell Patterson having to run fucking uh, fade routes in the end zone. Oh, it was pathetic. Comeback routes. Yeah. He had no idea. He still has no idea what's going on. Josh Gordon caught on in like four weeks. Yeah. Cordell Patterson's been on this team since fucking February. He has, still has no idea what to do on offense. Josh, you really have to give it up to him. Like, he really stepped up, picks up the offense pretty quickly. Like, he's on the field all the time. Yeah. He's doing more than carrying the his, carrying the load of like the offense right now. Yeah. I mean, he's doing his job. I mean, his hands, his speed, the offensive awareness. I mean, 
I still feel like he gives it about 80% in his runs after the catch, but nobody can deny he sells out for the ball and tries to make plays on every ball. Um, that he catch he had on that um, the fake screen pass, he saw the defender coming and yeah. cut in to catch the ball and like knew he was going to break the tackle as yeah. he caught it. That was like a... You're like, oh shit! That was a fucking big time, big time play. play. No, I thought guys that, do that. In the I league. thought he missed Edelman on that play. I thought it was a, a high throw to Edelman because Edelman jumped to catch it, thought it was coming to him. They were both wide open, him and Gordon. Which one are you talk- you're talking? Not the about one that touchdown. sealed it. Oh, you're thinking about something else? Okay. No, maybe it was that one, the one down the sideline. No, it was a fake screen pass to Gordon down the to the left side. That won the won the game, the touchdown. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I mean, he, I don't remember. It, no, it, he looked like he overthrew Edelman. But uh, he, he said it was to Gordon, but it was yeah. uh, it was like six inches above Edelman's hands, and it fell into Gordon's lap, basically. Yeah. Um, so he's he's got more yards and touchdowns in six games with the Patriots than he's had in total from 2013 to 2018. That's pretty crazy. I mean, he's getting fully into the Pats' offense. He st- still has timing issues, but he understands the scheme, where to be, and Brady's throwing it to him constantly. I mean, the offense is fun to watch again. They're getting creative. Yeah, it, it is nice, like... You know they have like that that uh the pass back that yeah. they threw like you know they have a million of those plays they execute that play perfectly and they only bust those out when they feel like they you know certain know. games and you know they have a million of them. That's what I mean. I was just I was thinking about that. I was like, it's so rare that a trick play for the Patriots doesn't work. Like it's like whether it's a double pass or a flea flicker or something yeah. like that, it ends up how it's supposed to. And they never run the same fucking trick play twice ever. And they never like that play was designed yeah. to have a penalty. Yeah, like it's impossible to get four offensive linemen to the to left. wait till the ball's caught to fucking run downfield to block. It never ha- and so- they did that flawlessly without even like. I've never seen a a, a trick play ran, ran twice. Whether it's like the Edelman to Amendola in the playoffs, the pass back from to Randy Moss to back to Brady to Gaffney. Yeah. Um, the only thing that the only trick play I've seen him do twice is like that is that that uh, direct snap to the running back. That's a, that's a go. That's like yeah. their go to is the direct snap to the running back. Brady pretends that it yeah. goes over his head and that's it. Occasionally but, they have one that's kind of similar where they'll throw it. They'll let Edelman or Amendola throw a bomb. Like they let those guys throw, which yeah. is not necessarily the same play, but it's like a similar style. With it. But they never really do the same play often at no. all. They do you know what the one they do do all the time, which they actually execute perfectly. Was is the um, the uh, is it Statue of Liberty or is it the flea flicker? Flea flicker. They hand it off and then the running back sits there, waits, pitches. Yeah, they back. love the flea flicker. They do that play all the time. They they do it against the Steelers a ton. Yeah. Like the Steelers safeties love to bite on it. Um so and it yes, and then the, they have the crossing route on top and Edelman's wide open by fucking forty yards with nobody. Every around time. Him. Hogan's always a guy that's always open on those plays too. Hogan's he's, getting like no looks this year. It's crazy. He's getting like absolutely no fucking he's looks. He's not that good. He's yeah, he's getting no touches though. I mean he's a complimentary piece though. He's fine, but he'll he, He'll have a big game against certain defenses. Yeah. I thought he was going to blow up last year. I mean, he had a great Super Bowl, too. Yeah. I mean, he had a couple great games last Two year. Two years ago, he's real good. But yeah. he, he's he's fine. I don't think he's a problem. It's not like, yeah. oh, we need a, another guy there. Yeah. It's just Gordon is taking over. too good. Yeah, yeah, he's literally taking over. And Brady loves – I think Brady loves having a fucking big go-getter stud receiver. Yeah, like, he really He's does. been stuck with, like, fucking Doug Gabriels of the world for yeah. years. Just Rache Caldwells. You know, you got Randy Moss for, like, 
two, three and a half, or like, th- what was it, two and a half years, and he just loved heaving the fucking ball. Even down Brandon there. Cooks, he's cute. Yeah, he's, he's, he's not, a cute player. Yeah, he's adorable. He's a little guy. He runs up there. He runs the a million ball. miles an hour, but he's yeah. five foot seven. Yeah, he's fun, but yeah. he's not fucking Gordon. He's like not six. Fucking. Josh Gordon looks like fucking Megatron when he yeah. takes his shirt off. Yeah, he's a fucking ant. Like fucking. Yeah, Josh, Josh Gordon's like the type of guy. Who like, yeah. You like jerk off to is yeah. banging your girlfriend. Of course. Like, no one's jerking off to Brandon I'd Cooks. I'd get cuckolded by Josh Gordon. <laughs> exactly. No one's doing that to Cooks. Are no. you kidding me? Nobody cares about That's him. who you want. You want a guy who'll cuckold your girlfriend yeah. as a receiver. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Sony's supposed to come back this week, and Gronkowski, there's no news on Gronkowski, but I mean, the, he was like a game day decision this week. I mean, do you even want him to play? You got fucking, you got at Tennessee, you could, you've seen that you can win without him. Uh, you got the bye week after that, then you get the Jets. You can win. You can win two games and have a bye without Gronkowski pretty easily. You know, should be able to do it. You'll be favored in both games without Gronkowski, plus have a bye week scheduled. You'll have four weeks off to get your back and your ankle healthy. Yeah, I'm sick of this. Like, play a week, sit a week. Play a yeah. week, sit a week. Just fucking get healthy. But fuck, like this I'm Titan just... team is. I think they're good. They are good. I think they're they're still. Like, they're a dark horse to win the AFC South. I still yeah. think they're. I think they're going to do it. Houston's good. They've been on a hot streak. They won six straight. They were zero and three. Now yeah. they're six and three. The so Colts that. fucking stink. The Jaguars stink. Yeah, that Jack- was. I made two bets this, to start the season. One was that the Jaguars would win less than nine games, and the other one was that the Rams would win less than nine games. Oof. <laughs> one's good. One's bad. Yeah, the Jets. I mean, the, but I the think Jaguars. They, unless they stink. lose out, right? What yeah. are they? Eight and one. The fucking yeah, Rams. I'm done with that. Yeah. Yeah, but the Jaguars are bad. The Jaguars are are three are and five. Bad or football something. team. They're fu- too many head cases on that team. The easiest bet of all time was oh yeah, the Jaguars. Half their team got in a fight in a club the night before. They didn't uh, pay. They didn't pay about, the bill. Yeah, how about I bet a million dollars on the fucking the other team that? And then they fucking lost to whoever they were playing. Um, yeah, I mean, let's say I mean it, let's say if you had to throw somebody off the off the uh, Foxborough lighthouse right now. You had, to, you had to lose one of these players on the team. James White, Gronkowski, or Julian Edelman. Who are you throwing off the lighthouse right now? Jesus. Well, it's not James White. It's not James White. It's and, a hard question, right, here's, but I think you throw Gronkowski off the lighthouse right now. And the answer, the reason why I'm going to go with Gronk, too, is because of Dwayne Allen. Yeah, Dwayne Allen can block. Dwayne Allen's like, he gets the job done where, like, after Edelman, yeah. they're fucking, they, Dorsett. Who doesn't even play anymore? It's crazy how Dorsett was like your viable number. <laughs> he two was your option number again. two option for four wow, weeks. Wow, were they in a weird spot yeah. at the beginning of the season? But yeah, um, Super Bowl DVD is going to be crazy the first four weeks. Mm. Tell, retelling the story of the the fucking hobbits that were playing on Patriots offense Seriously. for week one to four, and um, that was before Sony Michelle even really started getting going. Yeah, like he, they didn't really give him the ball that much. No, he missed game one with an injury. He came yeah. in game two and was. Shut down, shut down game three. Yeah, and then he finally got going like a few. Yeah, wow. Game um, four, right. But I don't know. I just, I the Titans, their offense is, uh, I think it's better than. I don't know. They're a weird team. So they're th- four and four, I think. Or f- they're four. They're definitely 500. So they're four and four. They lost a game in London because they went for the win instead of a tie to go to overtime. Yeah. In the pro- the worst part about that was is they went for the win, they didn't uh, get it. There was a penalty and they did it again yeah, and, and didn't, didn't get, get it. it. So they yes, exactly. And then they lost to the Bills. Then they lost to the they lost to the Baltimore. They got shut out by the Baltimore Ravens at home. But then they beat the Jaguars. They beat 
Um, they beat another good team. I can't remember. But they've had a lot of they've had good wins. Yeah, they beat and the Cowboys this week. They beat they beat the Cowboys pretty handily. Yeah. On the road on Monday night. That's not a fucking easy thing to no. do. Um they beat the Jaguars. They, they have a good I mean they lost Mario to the Dolphins is, too. I mean they they're just weird. They're like a weird yeah. fucking uh up and down team. Up and down team. Mario right? is fine. Their defense is actually good. So they're the number one scoring defense in the NFL right now. Yeah. So, their defense can play. Yeah, so they got they got playmakers everywhere. They're fucking one weak spot seems to be their old number one corner, Malcolm Butler. I know, right? It's killing them. He's going he's gonna be fired up for this one though. He's he's been statistically the worst cornerback in the league this year. If you go by the the metrics, saber metrics of the day, fans have completely turned against him. Uh, he got completely toasted against the Cowboys this week. He gave up two touchdowns. Did you watch any of them? I did watch some of it, but he's given up 618 yards and seven touchdowns this year in eight games. Jesus. Seven touchdowns. He is last in yards allowed for cornerbacks in the league and third to last in passer rating. What were the Pats doing differently with him? I don't know. I mean, he's just. I think he's just. He got paid and like lost his mind. I don't. He seems. He still is super aggressive, like he always has been. But like he's not playing good technique at all. Like he gets double moved to death. Like that kid, yeah. that Alan Hearns guy, put a double move on him, and he was beat him by 15 yards. He had completely stuck because he's going for the interception every yeah. single time. So I mean, I would look to see like a t- literally like a ton of double moves on him this week. Like Who's Edelman, cover Hogan. Gordon? You can imagine it's Logan Ryan, right? Yeah, I don't know. If, I don't know. It's weird because like historically, I don't think Butler. I think Butler's better with bigger receivers that weren't as quick. Like, yeah, that was his, his he's style. Better. So I think Butler will be on Gordon, be honest. And Logan Ryan will be on Edelman. I don't I can't see No Gordon. I can't see Butler, Butler covering can't. Edelman. I can't see it. He couldn't do it. No. I think Edelman would be fucking way too shifty for him. Yeah. I it's weird because he's been good. He was really good against like Antonio Brown a couple times. He had a couple good great games against him. It's just the pat the Patriots are just they're like when you're on the, the playing for Belichick, you're just yeah. a different player. I think they just coach you up in a different way. They don't allow you to do yeah. certain things and like where like once they kind of let you be the player you feel like you, you think you can be, it's like a whole different year. Yeah. I love Malcolm Butler. I'll never say a bad word about him, but fucking he's really having a terrible year right now. And the turn the I hate that the fans have turned on him. Uh, it's gonna be weird. It's gonna be like a revenge game for Dion Lewis, who's still playing that disrespect card. Yeah, um, he, this is actually—it's kind of a nightmare because that's when he's at his best. Like, yeah, and this is—he's the exact player the Patriots defense struggles against all the time. Oh yeah, quick, fast running back. Yeah, out of the backfield, do everything catch and run. And he's gonna run around high tower like nothing. Yeah, and I hate that. Like, um, I hate that he he plays that disrespect card because if it wasn't for the Patriots, he'd be playing fucking. He'd be bagging groceries on the side and running up. Uh, Running back kicks in Winnipeg in the CFL right now. Oh yeah, he would be. Yeah, he would be a, a no name. He's been he's been the entire Titans offense this year. He's exactly. I'm just. Uh, it's gonna be paramount to keep Mariota in the pocket and cover your guys. Someone has to be really quick and good at tackling because Dion Lewis will make you look silly and like in open space. It is weird how uh, how like last year Derrick Henry was like a stud. He was a solid back with DeMarco Murray. They were both solid. And then this year, it's like Deion Lewis just took over. 
Like, he's just the guy. Like, Deion Lewis really is a, a really good running back. He is a great running back. he's stealing all of DeMar- uh, Derrick Henry's carries. Derrick Henry stinks. I don't know why people think he's good. I don't know if anybody thinks he's really good. He, he's just Alabama, a gigantic person. Yeah, those Alabama running backs just get respect yeah. because they went Because they're huge, and yeah. then they go to the NFL and stink. Trent Richardson was unstoppable in college. And what was Mark it? Ingram's a beast. And Mark Ingram's good. Um, who else? Are they? They, have, uh, they have Drake. Is solid. Kenyon Drake is pretty they good. Have, uh, there's TJ Yeldon. Yeldon's good. Like yeah. they have a million. There's when you have 42. I'm talking about those big giant guys. Like the guy yeah, they have this year, like Bo, Bo Scarborough. This Wait, guy. Scarborough. Did he even make it in the league? No, I think he went to the Titans too. Jesus Christ, monsters! If they did, um, so the Titans are the top scoring defense in the NFL. They'll need all hands on deck. But traditionally, Brady dominates the top scoring defense in the NFL. Yeah. He's uh, 16 and 5 with 278 yards per game, 40 touchdowns, 12 interceptions, 97 rating. We should expect nothing less. I'm throwing out a lot of stats today. I, I know. This is I, the most stats. This is the most stats I've seen. And this is in the Malcolm Go podcast. No stat is this is the most stats the Malcolm Go podcast has ever seen. Oh, shit. Stat within a stat. If the, if the Pats defense plays like they did last week and carries that forward, they should have no problem stopping the Titans offense. Like, they. The Titans' offense isn't anything special. Um, no, I don't, who's, they had that rookie receiver or something. Well, they got a couple good receivers. Team. I mean, they, they got Corey Davis, Tajay yeah, Sharp, Davis. They got uh, I don't know. They got a couple good guys. They're, they're okay, like but a, you just treat Mariota like Rodgers and not Trubisky. Just don't let him run fucking yeah, all over the place, exactly around because his arm isn't going to beat you. It's not gonna. You're not gonna, you know, clog the pocket. And Mariota's going to be making ridiculous throws 60 yards downfield like Aaron Rodgers is going to do. No, he's a classic, like, one read yeah. and then panic. Yes. Like, you can – you can. they should be able to dominate. They, they, and they classically dominate the Titans, too. They do. I think they're 7-1 in the last eight. They lost, like, in 2002 or something against uh, Steve McNair. And Eddie George. Yeah, Eddie George in Nashville. So it hasn't been the same. Plus, this is going to be like a fucking home game. I personally know 35,000 people that are going to the game. Every single person that comes into the bar work at is yeah. all going to the game. Everyone's going. It's the, those planes on Friday and Saturday to Nashville from Boston are going to be packed with Patriots yeah. fans. It's going to be fucking 60% Patriots fans in Nashville this week. Tell, I promise you. I just wish that we wore, like, different... Much more different colors. Yeah, like it was. Like, it if was like we were Cardinals. Yeah, if we were like. Yeah, exactly. If we were playing the Cardinals or the fucking like anybody, the Ravens, someone that would be just drastically different colors, and we'd, you'd see it because it's going to be exactly like fucking the game. I mean, by the way, like Green Bay tr- fans were everywhere in this yeah, Patriots game. They were fucking 100%. a million Green. No else game there. traveled was like that. Houston fans were all in New England, but you couldn't yeah. tell because they all have the exact same colors. The exact same colors. Yeah, they are the exact same colors. Um, so I think this will be a tough game uh, into the fourth quarter. But I think the Pats are going to pull away and win 28-17 in the end. It's been tough for them on the road, and with Vrabel's knowledge of the team, the revenge of some players. I think it's going to be a good one. This is it's going to be um, it's going to be tough. I mean, it, I just think pay, the Patriots' offense is kind of humming right now. When was the last time the Patriots didn't score thirty? Last week, right? Didn't they score? They didn't score thirty last week. Oh, the it was Bills. the Bills. That they, was the one. Yeah, they didn't score against 30 yeah. against the Bills. They, they scored, put up a lot of – they had a lot of scoring chances. Yes. They, they just, kicked, took all field goals. Kicked all field goals. What did they even put up in that game, 21 or something? 25, I thought. Yeah, 25 to 6 or something. It was like nine field goals in a – What was it, 25 to 9 or something in the game? Yeah, 25 to 6, I think. Yeah, something like 25 to um, 6. So, uh, honestly, 
I don't know. I, until they don't like, I'm going. I'm I'm going thirty four seventeen. Thirty four seventeen against the top scoring defense. I don't know what they're giving up, but it's low. It's probably like eighteen just, points a it, game or something. I don't think it matters. Yeah, like the Brady is just he's he's too good. You can't stop him. You can't stop him for like two straight quarters. He's not going to go into a halftime without without fourteen and then not finish the. He just he's just too good. Even without Gronkowski, without and without Gronkowski, and you, I would say, fucking without Edelman and without Sony Michelle, Brady will still do that. It yeah. does. He's just too good. As him long as people McDaniels, do their job, am I right? Him and Bielsa are on different level. Him and who? McDaniel's. Yeah, I know. They're just they're just locked in. Brady's absolutely locked in right now, and it's even though he's not even, he doesn't look physically well, he's not throwing the ball great. No, he isn't. He's just. It's just. Every single time he needs, he throws it exactly where he needs to throw it, and it's just—he's just, he's just it's, smart. It's ridiculous. Smarter than everybody, yeah. just tougher than everybody, and God damn it, I love him. He's just the greatest player in the world. Yeah. Tom Brady could do that. Tom Brady could do that. <laughs> With that, I think we'll leave you for this week. And uh, again, as always, keep bringing your questions to MalcolmGoPodcast at gmail Send pictures, send comments. I love getting all your comments on you guys liking the podcast, getting good feedback back this week. We got a lot of good comments on at uh, Brady Disciple, at Malcolm GoPod. We don't Twitter. hate the hate mail either on Twitter. You want to come I battle mean, us? We'll fucking we'll go toe to toe on Twitter. I, I'll battle anybody. I mean, I tell, like I tell you, people were people were raving about how we killed. We we knew the defensive game plan this week. People were going wild for it. That was impressive. It's gonna happen again. I'm telling you. Uh, I'll, next week I'll put on my crystal ball head and we'll have a little uh, bye week uh, chat. I don't know what we're going to talk about next week. Bye week uh, chatter. We're actually going to put out a second podcast. Uh, stay out. We're going to talk about the midterm elections. Yeah, uh, that'll be got, fun. We're going to do a three hour podcast on the midterms. I'm sure you guys are all excited about. I it. voted for that. Knew nothing about it. I just, didn't. I just, just went right right down the line. Made fucking no idea. Yeah. What's the point of voting? I don't care. Mm-hmm. Uh, just made sure Donald Wong and his Kowloon. Uh, just kept winning. Just make yeah. sure he keeps winning. I wrote Trump in on every fucking <laughs> spot. Right in. <laughs> right ins. Um, all right. Anyway, till uh, till next week. Go Pats. Go. Do your job. All right. Don't try to make too much out of it. Just do your job. Seven, eight months ago, right? All of this moment. It's about order. It's about respect. Stack receivers two to the right. Russell Wilson extends the hands he has. Uh-huh. Wilson, quick throw. And it's intercepted. Intercepted to Malcolm Butler. Butler has it at the one. Malcolm Butler. And Warner goes back to throw. And here's the blitz by Mike Brady. The back. You're the greatest quarterback in the world, man. Hey, I love you, man.